Welcome to another In the Telling Scrap episode, segments that are too good to be left on the cutting room floor. In this scrap episode, Les Pardue discusses the team building research taking place at Mystery Escape Rooms in Salt Lake City. I think the amazing thing about an escape room is that uh, it really bonds. And uh, I mean, you've experienced, and maybe some of your listeners haven't experienced it, but we, we do corporate training all the time. And uh, it's interesting because when I bring them in afterwards, you know, we talk about it, and I say, What's, what was your most exciting part? And almost always somebody will say, it's when we solved something. Yeah. You know, and, and, it, and I said, well, this minus a little current of electricity went through everybody. You know, we were all so excited. Sometimes you'll hear them cheer. You'll hear, you know, it depends on how vocal the group is. And then I'll ask them, I'll say, okay, did it matter who solved it? And they all stop and look at me. They look around and go, most of the time, I didn't even know who solved it. But they were just as excited that it was solved as they would have been had they solved it themselves. And that kind of unity that comes, you know, that bonding that happens with that is really unique. You don't see that. You don't see it at work. You don't see it in life, really, that I would be as excited for somebody else figuring something out as I would have been had I been me that did it. Yeah, I think part of the amazing benefit of the way you construct the, the entry-level part, right, where there's like four different things going on is, even if you go with a group where someone is kind of egocentric and they want to take care, they really physically cannot accomplish it as like, I'm the star and I will do all the things, right? You know, you, you forced them into a situation um, that they'll gladly go into where they have to contribute and take pieces and then assemble together. And, and those who can't do that, who can't let go and let other people do it. We've seen them struggle. Here and uh, you know, I remember one situation we had a group, and one person wanted to solve all of the puzzles, and so they kept pushing the other people aside, you know, and taking over. And of course, they weren't getting anywhere in the room. And uh, not only was it a frustrating experience for them, but it was for everybody in the group, yeah. And uh, and, and just that one thing, if they would have just let go and let everybody work on things, and they just focused on the one thing that they were trying to do, rather than try and direct everything, it would have been so much better. It would have been a, a much happier experience for all of them. When a group comes in like that, that isn't um, a corporate or private event, or a, a, something where you would talk with them after and process mm-hmm. it, do do you find that they sort of figure it out on their own, that they have, as they're leaving the building, that they kind of have this moment of like, oh, maybe I should have done this differently? Or, or do you just hope that like in the car on the way home, they have a light bulb moment where they realize, oh, that wasn't all about me? I don't know. You know, I, I really don't know because I'm not a fly on the wall in the car to see what, what's sure. going on. But we have had, I mean, since we've opened, we've had over 100,000 people through our escape rooms here in Salt Lake City. I mean, it's it's been really popular, and uh, we hope that, that that continues. We continually, every time we come out with a new room, how do we, can we make it better? What can we 
two to make this one better than the others. It needs to be different. It can't be the same thing. So what can we do? And so we're researching puzzle ideas. We're doing all this all the time. But to get back to your question, if uh, if you have a, a, a person who is that way, I'm, I'm not sure that they're going to get it. You know, yeah. I, I'm not sure. However, 99% of the groups that come through here, nobody is caught away. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're here to not, have fun. And they're, they... they're here to have fun. What we have found, and this goes back to the research that I told you about earlier, is the more hierarchical the relationships of the people in the group, the poorer they tend to do in performance in the room. Interesting. Okay. So the more structured the relationships of the, of the people in the group, statistically, they don't get as far. So a group of friends coming in is, based on the research, more likely to get further in the room than a group that, that has its CEO and its under, underlings all laid out. Absolutely. Hard to check those relationships at the door? It is. And, and the most hierarchical relationships are in families. Oh, so parents and kids. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. And the consistently, since we've started looking at groups, the groups who perform the best, who have the highest statistical chance of exiting the rooms, are those who meet for the first time in our lobby before they go into the Total room. strangers. Yes. Oh, wow. Because you'd think with friends that view themselves as peers, they, they have some good communication and team working skills sure. already, but maybe we just respect each other a little more when we're not very familiar? I don't know that it's that. I think that, that I mean, it's close. <clears throat> They're only separated by a few percentage points between total strangers and groups of friends that come for entertainment. Um, but it's that group that, that are made up of people that you don't know and so I think that what it has to do is, is I can be whoever I want here. I don't have any social structure that I have to worry about. And nobody knows me for giving stupid ideas, so they'll listen to me. There's, there's no, con no hindrance because of context. Yes. And that one fact compensates for the lack of knowledge of the other people and the ability to work with each other. That's so interesting. I feel like only in an immersive participation or experiential-based storytelling situation are, are people going to feel free enough yeah. like to, to step out of, mm -hmm. of a context and then succeed like that with strangers. I think that's so interesting. It's, it's fascinating, and, and I'm so glad we took the time to really start studying the groups that come through here. It's helped us immensely in our story design and in our, um, you know, all the puzzles that we design. We specifically design now to have puzzles that require multiple people working on them at the same time. And we specifically design to have multiple paths in the room. Yeah, so there's not just one order of operations. Yeah, yeah, so that when a group comes in, whether there's four of them or there's 10 of them, everybody has something to do.